0: This second season of the Grown Now podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger and discover new opportunities that among other things can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation and energy into your daily routine. Hello, my dear friend, my dear listeners. This morning I was thinking of all of the new crises generated by the coronavirus and the related outcome in many areas of life and business. And sort of these questions, do you know of any emergency, difficult situation, unexpected stuff, or even a crisis pumping out at a convenient time no, hence this bonus podcast episode on our Grow Now podcast. You see, most of the time, things just happen. Even the most relevant experts are not always ready or prepared to see and predict all of the things coming up. And of course, some of the things are more anticipated than others, and the world is more prepared for them. Yet, overall, it is not necessary about how well we anticipate a specific crisis, that is probable to happen, but how do we keep ourselves prepared for whatever happens? And how do we react when things don't go as planned or the unexpected pumped out out of nowhere? The current crisis is is a result of a virus that is dangerous enough for governments all over the world to take very drastic measures. Now, I'm not a doctor nor a medical expert, so I will not comment about how dangerous this is or not, or what is the death rates, or why this should be more serious than a season-cold epidemic. I will just trust the experts, in the sense that something may shift into the near future to create a bigger crisis, and that prevention is always the best. This being said, it still remains the situation as it is right now. In most countries, we see not necessarily a lot of death as a result of this virus, at least not at the time I'm recording this. Nonetheless, there is a lot of impact on overall life and business. Schools getting closed, which creates an impact or an issue for parents, and finding solutions for kids. Meeting and events rescheduled, which creates a big issue for people who have been organizing those for sometimes months in advance. A big list of ongoing projects on hold because they may not be the best time to move forward when in time of uncertainty. And definitely, much less travels, which makes the airlines and travel companies all over the world be the sector that would suffer the most in the first phase. Now, this in itself could be enough to be concerned about. Yet, there is a big difference between being concerned about something and being panicked or even worried about it. The main difference is that in a state of panic or worry, the mind is not functioning at the best of its ability. That makes sense because when in panic, the human mind freezes. So instead of finding solution, it goes into creating more catastrophic scenarios to add to the panic. And let me ask you, giving a chance, we all would love to tap into our full potential when exposed to a crisis, isn't it? As I usually explain, there are two types of fears. One that is helping us survive, which is exposing a sense of danger that push our brain to find a quick solution and react. And one that is slowly killing us. The first one appears when the danger is real, like a fire starts next to you or someone is holding a gun to your head or similar. In that case, you may find that running away, it's saving you, for example. I mean, stay with me on that one. I'm not saying what's the best idea. I'm just saying that the mind will immediately come up with something to fight the danger. In a second case is the fear of a fire that will start in your home right now. No matter the probability for that to happen, you may know people living in that fear of a fire starting in their home or an earthquake or something similar. Now, the point is not to say how ridiculous that could be, but to to explain a fact. To those people, and by the way, we all have our own fire fears expressed in our own ways, but to those people, any logical approach will not help. They will act or be overwhelmed by a fear they sense as real. Except that in those situations, as the danger is not imminent, Their brain does not know how to react, so to move you away or to move them away from the fear. The only thing the brain does is to add more catastrophic scenarios and develop even a higher fear. And that can go into panic attacks and more not to name here. The entire purpose is that while the first type of fear is helping us survive, and the fear will go down as we move away from the danger, the second type of fear will not allow us to leave, and it will increase no matter how much logical explanation we use for that. Why is it important to establish in which case of fear we are? Mainly in order to know what we are doing next. The key, here, the key here is that the second type of fear, the one linked to what may happen, it will only manifest prior to the danger to actually be produced. Um, let me clarify, like, for example, have you noticed that we are afraid of, let's say, an exam or a doctor appointment or a public speech, etc. before that actually happened, before we go? Because as soon as that starts, we forget about the fear and we concentrate on what we have to do. Hope this clarifies. This is an important point we are making here in dealing with fears and eventually worries, anxiety and panic attacks. Why we speak so much about this? Because in the case of coronavirus, we see a lot of people worrying and getting anxious about it which is, by the way, understandable, considering most people are not necessarily worried about themselves, but in addition, they worry about their kids or their elderly parents that could be more at risk in such a situation. Now, like I, I used to say for a while now, worrying about something has no effect on how that situation will unfold tomorrow. The only effect it has is on how ready will be when or if that risk happens okay so let's say you are worried okay it makes sense so what now what you see as soon you turn it into action you may realize there is more to do than just lie in a bed covered in anxiety and waiting for you to die or for the coronavirus to contaminate you and your loved ones. There are opportunities that show up. Why not reflecting on those, for example? Someone will have to. Why not you? When a crisis happens, the current models are challenged and we talk not only about current business models, but also thinking models, ways of living, things that happen without us thinking of them, that have become our natural or our habits. And it is not because they are, they are ours. They are our habits and feel so natural that they are not to be challenged, reconsidered, or that they are still relevant in today's world. The beauty of a crisis is that it forces us to see things differently. It pushes us into admitting that whatever it was working so far cannot longer be applied or applicable in the same way. We cannot longer play the ostrich. The crisis is here. Something has to change. Now, there are a few questions you may want to ask yourself to face this kind of situation. The first question is, what is the opportunity here? Now, I do hear you. The situation is challenging. What the heck she talks opportunity here? And when you have a deeper look, you will see there are opportunities here and people already listed a few of them. The only difference is who can see those opportunities. And that is not the person who is in panic mode, but those who are opened and ready for something else. The biggest opportunity here is an, um, in the environmental side, with coronavirus already having such a positive impact on the planet to start with. The second is an opportunity to change the business model, like working a distance could take a different meaning from now on, and we could realize how much more we can do when we save time for travel, for example, or how much more productive we can be on focus on the task and are losing time in traffic etc etc the third is the opportunity for the entire world to focus on a specific topic adding a multitude of diverse minds focus on solving a unique problem and how the world could collaborate when all these diverse minds are included without necessarily going into never-ending meetings and doing all this based on video conference and other media that are forcing people to be more focused and straight to the point. And I am sure each of us can add up with ideas linked to our own environment. And I'm looking forward to hear what opportunities you do see right now. Now, the second is, what is the panic or the anxiety adding to my life? Or differently put, how is this helping me? And if the answer is nothing much, it does not help, maybe this is the time to create a new projection for yourself. Why not creating a story that helps you instead of a horror movie that is freezing you? And that can also be created while writing or putting together a vision board or something that looks completely different than your fear today, something that you are excited to move into and experience. Now, the third question is, what is your intuition telling you? When we go into time of crisis, we want to get as much aligned with ourselves. In order to be aligned, we use different types of messages. We have messages that are coming from our logics, messages that are coming from our emotions, messages that are coming from our intuition. Now, what we aim for is to give all those messages space to be heard. When we overthink, we only hear the message from our logic. Similar, when we are overwhelmed by fears or any other emotions, we only hear those messages. It takes balance to give space to each logic and emotions to be heard. And messages to be received and by doing so allowing the intuition to come to us as well. We all know inside ourselves when we are at a peace what are the things to take serious and what are just exaggerated projection of our logic or our emotions. Now for those who are part of the millions of people who already must stay confined home or have to change all their schedule. Here are five things you may want to explore. The first one, providing you are with your kids or loved ones, confined home, why not not enjoying it? When was the last time you had time just to be with them, with all of them around you? What a joy to actually be there with everyone you love and have time to enjoy, right? Now, the second one, providing you are confined and you are by yourself. What an amazing opportunity to grow. In today's world, we always lack time. Now, this is your time to learn something, or to rest, or to uh, watch all the Netflix you want without feeling any guilt. I know some of you are now looking forward to have that time for themselves. The third thing, providing you are a business owner. What a great moment to take that time away from your business, to have that helicopter view that is taking you away from day-to-day operations, and allows you to see the bigger picture. And you also have time, some time at least, to do that laser-focused approach, to take a problem and think about solutions for 10-15 minutes. Asking yourself, what is the root cause of it? And go deeper and deeper. There is a beauty in having time for this kind of exercises when no calls or emails are urgently coming in because you may get answers that would be unavailable to you in a day-to-day situation. Now, the fourth case, providing you are a consultant, I think that's one of the greatest position to be right now, to assess the world and think of a different way of doing business. Design thinking, business design, are the areas where most businesses will need support and this is almost the perfect time to take out, to allow us to think about solutions. The world will need a different way to do business and consultants, I mean, to use a general term, I use consultants, could be at the top of that different way of doing business, providing they will take this time to think and challenge the existent instead of looking within today's world to find solutions for a complete new situation. This is not longer a time to compare and look for best practices, but more a time to assess and invent, you see, almost like an internal disruptor. What could tomorrow solve the problems most businesses are facing today? You can definitely start by putting on a paper, what are the challenges you, your clients, or a business Are facing today. When a problem is well-structured, a solution starts to be seen. Now, the last one, the fifth one, providing you are a coach and you are confined at home, people will need you more than ever. Take this opportunity to address topics that are needed for any of us, like what I'm doing in this podcast right now. Addressing fears, addressing business or, you know, building opportunities. Addressing community when at distance and any topics that are helping people to see a different world out there. Something to look forward to instead of something to be worried about. The words need you. And in a situation like this, you as a coach have access to all the social media that are Providing the means of communication to touch as many people possible. Hope this is giving you a different perspective, no matter where you are in the world and how the crisis is unfolding for you right now. Those who will survive will be those who will adapt faster to the new reality. Those who will see the opportunity instead of the obstacles, those who are using this time to reflect and find new ways of doing and being. Us as humans can go behind and above any situations. We just need to tap into this collective awareness and creativity and allow ourselves to create a new way of thinking. The great news is that we as an evolutive or evolutive community created this current one to begin with, so we already know how to create a thinking model that works. And I cannot wait to see what this will bring to each of us and to every single one of you listening it right now. Thank you for listening and wishing you to see the most opportunities out of this coronavirus. Thank you.